The following was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic through Zoom meetings in accordance with local health guidelines. I grew up in kind of a nominally Christian home in the sense that it was God and country and, and you did the right thing and you studied hard and you worked hard and all of that. I had a grandfather uh, from Scotland that just lived the Christian faith and I was just amazed at, at that. And you go through your teenage years and rebellion years and, and, and yet you can never kind of argue with that. My parents did a great job. But you know, they're your parents and you're a teenager. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Now I've reflected more through the years how, how much they impacted me in my own faith journey. But it wasn't until I really got into a, a school where my high school basketball coach pulled me aside and he just said, son, I'm gonna come visit you in one of three places. Prison, six feet under, from a, a death because of how you're acting or a church you need to make up your mind and that got me thinking because he was right i was on the forefront of trouble with the law i was you know the police had been to my house and i grew up on the inner city streets um, you know i was a street kid and and then it was that that started to say where am I going? It was the Vietnam era. I thought I was going to go die in a jungle someplace. But I didn't really understand then, it came later, that that was also in some ways an introduction to the ministry that we involved in. Because it was a coach who sat me down. Hi, welcome back to the Ministry of Misfits podcast. This is episode number three, where we're going to talk about the three-tier paradigm. You've heard us tease it the past two episodes with Bradley, um, but today we're going to actually break it down. And so today we are spending the whole 30 minutes or so with Dr. Greg Linville, our executive producer, author, sports ministry apologist, theologian. Uh, he, he wears a lot of hats, but we're going to talk with him today about the three-tier paradigm. Um, Dr. Linville, welcome back. And Thank you. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, so um, the three-tier paradigm, this is something that you created or that you uh, you kind of took from other people. Where, where did we start with this? Before we get into it, give us a little bit of background on, on how we've gotten to this point. Well, I know one of the things that has been a big part of, of what CSRM has been trying to do is to synchronize, if you will, language and concepts and trying to bring all these various disparate parts of the sports outreach community. What do I mean? You've got the paraministries that are going after elite athletes and coaches. And these are all good, by the way. You've got camping types of ministries. And you've got the local church and, and you've got chaplaincies, you've got all these areas, and we say a word like salvation, or we, we say a word of like evangelism, and yet people have very different meanings for those things. And so we're trying to systematize the language 
and help everybody speak the language so that when they they say a word or they present a concept that the people that are listening actually hear and the, the same thing that is spoken. Language is never what's sent, it's always what's received. So the three-tier paradigm is part of that new language. And I, I guess I, I bear the responsibility for it because I'm not sure it's the best way to say it. And it, it, it's one of those things that kind of evolved. We just, we, we started talking about, well, if what are we doing? We, we, we're, we're a doing culture. Uh, we're athletes and we're coaches. So we just get out there. And there's some things that just seem like it's the right thing to do. But then a year or five down the road and, and it's not effective. We're not seeing the results. And so then we say, well, maybe we haven't thought about this correctly. And that's almost always the case. And so then we say, okay, well, then if, if what we're doing isn't really working, then our, how we're organizing, administrating, is that, is that shaky or is it, is it positive? In other words, is it, is it a good philosophy to do leagues? Is it a good philosophy to do camps? And we, we think it is, but then we got to go back to that, that first foundational level and that's theologically, what is it that we believe? And so I, I can't tell you a day, Andrew, that we said three-tier paradigm, but it kind of evolved over some time. But the tiers are sporting. You know, you've got the tiers in the stadiums and you got the tiers of some, like, like the British football leagues, you know, there's different tiers and, and you kind of go up. But in our tier, it's not like the higher up, the better. It's like that they all are important. But we believe that unless we start theologically, we're going to have problems methodologically. And so that level one tier is what we call Christocentric. In other words, Christ-centered. This is, this is a Christ-centered way of approaching how we think. And that's what it is. Level one is how we think, what we believe, what's our theology what are we envisioning so out of our out of our theology what do we envision this ministry to be what's it to be like and so that first level helps us with all of those things about being informed what's research say what's the bible say what's on and on what's our our experience what are our testimonies and in that sense the evangelical friends have led the way in many ways that they that they, they don't have a whole lot of pages on theology, but they have a whole lot of testimonies about how the saints have approached these things. And I think that that's what we're getting to the bottom line of, is that there's a lot of sports ministers that have experienced a lot of things in helping us through, think through this theology. So and that's that, why why we do what we do. Is level yeah, and that, that really is kind of why um, this podcast specifically kind of came into existence as you and I have been talking about this is, you know, we, we do a lot of, you know, philosophical work. We do a lot of methodology work. Um, you know, you, you have led the way and done pretty much most of the theology work in relation to sports ministry. Um, but in, in terms of going beyond the theology into the testimonies of people that have done it and how these Christocentric theological truths have really impacted their work, um, 
we, we wanted to provide a place for people to actually be able to share this because, you know, it, it's one thing to be able to read it, read it in your book, which for those that are interested in actually diving into this a little bit more than we're doing here, um, the three tier paradigm shows up in a couple places, but the first place it shows up is in Dr. Limbo's book, Fundam or foundations of sports outreach. Um, no fundamentals of sports outreach. Dan got me all confused because he kept flipping it in and out. Um, sorry, fundamentals of sports outreach, um, which you can get at the CSRM store, or you can find out more about it on the overwhelming victory website. Um, if you've been listening to the CSRM podcast for a while, you've probably heard we've been walking through this book as a whole. Um, but we, we want to be able to provide a place for, for some of you who may not actually understand all of these ologies and the Greek and the Latin and all these different things that come into play typically when we talk theology. Sometimes it's much easier to break it down into people's life experiences and actually see how God has used these theological truths that have all these academic components to it but can be applied in a much simpler way, which is why we use the three-tier paradigm of going from theology to method. Um, and we think about it philosophically in between. Um, Dr. Lingo, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, and then we're going to jump right into actually dissecting this a little bit more and going into a little bit more detail. Um, so hang on with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is the Ministry Misfit, Andrew Fouts. I'm also the Director of Digital Resources for CSRM and the producer of Overwhelming Victory Productions. And today we want to talk a little bit about Anchor FM. Part of our job here at Overwhelming Victory Radio is to provide ministries with easy and affordable ways to create their own media content. And one of these ways is Anchor FM. Anchor is a free one-stop studio with tools to allow you to create a custom podcast experience. They do everything from creation tools, distribution tools, and even marketing tools with ads such as this. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, welcome back. Um, again, I'm here with Dr. Greg Linville. Um, we are talking about the three-tier paradigm, which is, um, as Dr. Linville just shared, it, it really is the, the way that we've tried to unify language in terms of, um, especially in the sports ministry world, addressing um, things like salvation, sin, um, missions, all of these different components of it, and us being able to actually talk with a unified language a little bit more. And this is kind of our starting place. Um, but this isn't just this is something that's not just unique to sports ministry either, because this is something that really anybody that is a, is a Christian should be really going about their day to day thinking on on things, especially some more controversial things, some some doubt, you know, doubts, whatever they are. This model is, is a very good way for people to be able to remain biblically grounded while exploring their doubts or exploring their fears or exploring, you know, what God's calling them to do. Um, so, Greg, let's go ahead and actually start breaking it down. So you kind of started us out with level one, which is Christocentric theological truths. Um, and you talked about how this is Christocentric first and foremost, because if it's not Christ-centered, it's not worth doing. Um, we've talked about the fact that if it's Christocentric, it's also biblical. 
but give us give us a little bit more insight why why is it that theology theology matters so much we talked about the testimony side of it but why does theology actually matter to the life of a christian well theology theos logos which is god god's word study of god there's a lot of different ways you can interpret it but if we don't start with god then we start with human human nature and humankind we start with men and women and that always works out well. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that's where we get into that, that humanism, that, that humanistic relativism that uh, today we're going to believe this and in a few years we're going to change and do that and do the other thing. And, and it, it's, there's no final authority. And so starting with theology is the absolute fundamentals for anything Christian. And so as we talked in the book, the in chapter one, the defining purpose, the one defining purpose is evangelistic disciple making. That's a mandate. And so that's what we find theologically that what we are mandated to do is to go plant, grow the church and individual congregations of that church. And so starting theologically, why are we doing what we're doing? How we think, what we believe, how we envision. And then out of that, that informs our level two, which is the biblically based philosophical principles. This is our organizational structure. This is how we organize what we do. And we start to go into those things like, is sport theologically, biblically supported? Well, you have to start with competition because sport is a subsect of competition. So is politics, so is business and finance, and, and even uh, you and I outpunted our coverage with the women that we, uh, we, we uh, fought for and we, we won, thankfully. And, and so the, everything is competition and sport is one of those. So we first have to say, theologically is sport biblically based and defensible and and it's competition and then sport and then after that are each and every sport and there are some sports i think they're few but there's some sporting activity that i think is not biblically defensible and we have to a ask a lot of questions and that comes through in the christmanship book and some of the other ones but then out of that organizational structure, how we organize and how we administrate, then we get to that level three. What emerges out of that is our level three. And so level one is why we do what we want, do, do what we do and, and not what we want, but what God wants, it's theological truths. Level two is when do we do it? Do we do it on a, on a Lord's day? Do we do it on a particular time of year? When do we do it? What, what, what time of day? And then where do we do it? Do we have to do it on the site, the ministry site of a congregation? Can we do it someplace else? I'm going to go today to help coach a t-ball team, and it's not on the church property. Why, why is that? Is that? Is that helpful or is it not helpful? With whom do we do it? And, and so that, that organizational structure comes in, and then we finally get to the what we do. And then that starts moving us into... Okay, is it actually effective and, and the fourfold rubric of evaluation? But 
this three-tier paradigm, you start with what you believe, what you know, then you organize it, and then you go do it. Um, and, and let me give you an example of this. Because organizationally, okay, you've answered the question, yes, this is going to help the church. What is this? That there's going to be a league. It's going to be a league today that I'm going to, it's, it's the T-ball where kids start to play baseball at about ages five or six. And so we come to the point and say, yes, T-ball is biblically defensible. We've done all that work and we're going to do a league. But now you get into a very interesting, how does it go? How do you actually administrate it? And you have to have a philosophy of leadership. And what does the Bible say about leadership? And so you have to ask questions like, can I have leaders in this that don't go to my congregational site? They don't worship there. They're not a member there. What about leaders who aren't even Christians? They make no profession of faith in Christ. And what about people who are saying they're Christians, but not living it? They're not either ethically, sexually, uh, with, with drugs and alcohol, or whatever, whatever it is that you, that you are thinking. So what's your leadership? And you have to wrestle theologically with your leadership. And that's how you organize then. And then you actually put those coaches on the field. And that's what you do. And so leadership is often overlooked or not even thought about. It's just we're getting warm bodies to go out there and to help kids. And is it more important for that coach to be, and you were a great baseball player and catcher, is it, is it okay to just that the main thing that that person can do is teach people how to catch, be a catcher? Or do they, the main thing need to be that they need to help lead them to Jesus? And what if they're not both? What if there's one or the other? All these leadership questions hit us, first of all, at that theological level, who can be a leader? And then how do we organize it so that they can actually go and then actually do it. And this is why, you know, we, when, when we started talking through Ministry Misfits, we wanted to structure it. And I mean, it's why we structure everything within Overwhelming Victory in this, in this framework of, is it, you know, theolog Christocentric, theologically sound? Is it biblically based philosophy? You know, do we use those two to develop our methods, all those sort of things? Is because, you know, too often we, we hear people, especially within the sports ministry world, we hear a lot of either, well, you guys are the jocks, so you guys just go roll your ball out and sit and babysit for a while. Or you guys are just here to bring in the crowd and then we'll let the real theologians lead them to Christ. Or, you know, all these different things. Or we go the other route where, you know, we're just a normal, you know, everyday person in the congregation and we start hearing all these things about theology and philosophy and we see all this stuff going on in the world and we just say oh this is way too complicated for me to understand and so we're just gonna we're just gonna let the professionals do this and I'm just gonna wait and hear what they have to say but what we want to be able to do is help you start to be able to to take these things whether you're in sports ministry or just you know just a casual listener 
or whether you're trying to decide, you know, am I capable of going into ministry or not? All these different things. We want to try to help you start to be able to look at the world through this framework of Christ, Christ-centered theology as the basis, as the foundation for all, all that we do. And then being able to start viewing the world in that way, in the way that we think, um, you know, to, to take the first two episodes as, you know, an example, and we, we dissected this a little bit at the end of episode two, you know, Bradley's story is one where it, you can listen to it and it can be very encouraging and, you know, insightful, but unless you actually look at it from what is this theological, these theological truths that Bradley discovered along the way, how does it affect the way he's viewing the world? There's not much you really can do with it. You know, this is one of the things that you talk about. I believe it's in, um, it's either in the Funnel Mills book or it's in uh, the uh, soteriology book that you cover, Greg, as far as, you know, the, the difference between the day's decision, the dedicated disciple, the platform proclamations versus, you know, the, the repetitive relational, you know, it's great when you hear people's story, but if you cannot apply it to yourself, the faith never becomes real. And if it doesn't become real, you're not able to really stand. That's why, you know, we, we say three tiers um, and, you know, we, we've got the sporting model for it, but, you know, another way that we've, we've talked about looking at is, you know, these are building blocks. That's right. You know, your, your theology is your foundation. It, it's what you set up everything else on. And if it is firm, then the rest of what you build will be as well. And let's take that, what you just put out there about soteriology. And that's, and that is the saving of sports outreach. That's the title of that book. And so here's another one. What do you believe about salvation? And is it just good enough to get somebody to raise their hand one day and say, hey, Jesus sounds pretty cool today, but that's the end of it? Or do you, you don't even care about that on the other extreme and just say, if you're not in the word, you're not in the word, you're not in the word. Well, what's the bridge between those? And so some of those phrases that you, that you put out there is this new language. Mm-hmm. But what do you actually believe theologically about salvation? And then that leads you to what do you believe about evangelism and disciple making? And if, if you don't know those things, then you don't know how to organize. You don't know how to, to organize your structure. And then from there, you don't know what to do. So very quickly, if I believe that all I need to do is get somebody to sign a pledge card or raise their hand on a particular day in history and that person saved going to heaven and everything's done if that's my theology then i organize it in that way and i do anything i can to just get them to raise their hand that one day and again the evangelical friends say that sounds like coercion rather than convincing and what we're trying to do over the long haul what we believe theologically at csrm is that it's convincing people over a longer period of time and they become convinced about their faith. So then we organize it so that we don't just have a one-day wonder. We don't have just a what we call a, a mass media, you know, mega media or a mega event it, that just happens one day. But we have an ongoing, long-term, repetitive, redemptive, relational approach to evangelism. And you can see how what you believe theologically then leads to your organization. And that leads to what you do. 
And, and, you know, especially in the context of even, you know, the title of this podcast of Ministry Misfit, this is a very important piece of it as well, because, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, we're talking about things, um, you know, that either kind of get brushed over within church culture or that sometimes get ignored in church culture or even sometimes just are completely, you know, out of, out of sync with church culture. And if you as the minister are trying to, you know, fulfill your calling, you're going in there and saying, this is what God is telling us to do. If you do not have this theological base to what you're doing, if you have not biblically sat there and thought out, okay, what does this actually look like? Is this really God talking to me or is this just my emotions getting the best of me? You know, your, your methodology is going to be off. Your plan is going to be off and you're going to burn out. We, you know, we talk about burnout a lot. Um, and a lot of our older episodes of the CSRM podcast and even some recent ones, um, you know, Dwight McDowell and Angela McDowell on our sister pro- podcast call of a mentor deal with that a lot from the mentoring side, but burnout is a real reality within ministry for everybody, but it comes much quicker when you do not have that theological framework to actually be able to lean on, say, this is why I do what I do. This is what God has called me to do. You know, scripture is supportive. This is how scripture outlines these different things. You know, in Bradley's case, again, from, you know, last week, he talked about when he first started trying to go and talk to churches. Um, I believe this was even before he was associated with us at CSRM. You know, he started going around churches and just kept getting doors slammed in his face, slammed in his face, slammed in his face. You know, if he was not theologically grounded in the reality that he knew his worth, he knew he was made in the image of God. He knew that he was called to use sports. He had done the biblical, the biblical, philosophical work of saying you know this this will work this is god ordained this is not something that's separate from the church but needs to be a part of it it would have been very easy for him right there to just say okay i'm done let's see if i can get back into my soccer career but instead because he had this these this theological framework in place he was able to then go and find somebody to go and do the work with him and help bridge those gaps That's part of why we here are wanting to do this is help encourage you to be able to try to find ways to bridge those gaps, but to bridge them from a biblical framework, from a theological framework, so that way your methodology is grounded and is not going to, you know, blow blow over in the storm, so to speak. So, Greg, real quick, um, we've got a few more minutes here for... For the, the person listening who may not be theologically inclined or, you know, finds it, thinks it's going to be way or their head boring, how, how would you suggest somebody that actually wants to start getting into theology? Get, give us some, where would be a good place for somebody to start? Well, I, I think this sounds self-serving, doesn't it? But I think that the, the CSRM podcast, the books, and, and I don't, I don't think people should be scared about getting into it. Once we start moving down this line, it's like the more that you know, the more you understand. And you just have to start. Think about it like today when I go to that team ball league. Those kids, they don't get any balls pitched to them. They're hitting a stationary ball sitting on the top of a tee that's not moving. They can all the only thing that's moving is them. 
Well, if they went up against now the reigning Cy Young Award, you know, Bieber from the Indians, if they go up against him and they're six years old, they won't even see the ball, let alone be able to hit it. How do they get from there to there? You start, you just hit it off the tee, you hit it off the tee, you hit it off the tee, and then somebody pitches it underhand to you. And so start theologically, just start in. We think that we've written these books, we're doing these podcasts to help you, but there's nothing that's going to replace consistent application of these concepts to your thinking and to your heart. Just jump in and trust that God is going to move you step by step. Yeah, this it, it's it seems like it's a much more daunting task because of the way that, you know, we when you talk theology, you think St. Augustine and, you know, his 5000 page, you know, essays or, you know, you, you look at Martin Luther, who starts this huge revolution and all this other stuff. But, you know, true, true theology starts with, first of all, your willingness to actually experience and learn who God is. That's right. And then finding finding resources that are Christocentric and biblically based, but also finding people that are willing to help you understand when you, you know, you do not understand. And even this is something that we talked with our youth kids about a long time ago um, and their parents when we started doing some more theological work within within the youth group was, you know, for, for those of you that may be on the other end where you have people studying theology coming to you asking questions, it's okay to say, I don't know, rather than trying to make up, you know, some kind of answer because you think it's going to make you, you are supposed to sound theological. There's a lot of things within scripture that are very hard for us to, you know, comprehend and understand. And honestly, it's designed that way because we can't comprehend everything about who God is. No, that's right. We're finite. He's infinite. Let me, let me say one quick thing about this to encourage the person to get started. The OVP, Overwhelming Victory Press, OVF, Overwhelming Victory Clicks, we hope we're getting shot at by two communities. We hope we get shot at by the academics who say there's not enough research or there's not enough quotations or citations or whatever. And then the we hope we get shot at by the practitioners saying there are words in there that I don't understand. And and we what we're trying to do is, is bring those two together. And so if you're the practitioner out there and some of these words you don't understand, that's okay. But think about it again with sport. And you want to learn how to pitch or hit in baseball. Do you go to the person who knows less than you do? Or do you go to the person who knows more than you do? And who may even share some things with you that you don't quite understand right away. And I think that's some of what we're asking people to do. You may not know every single thing when you read through these books or listen to the podcast initially, but the more you do it, the more you're going to understand. Go to the people who know a little bit more than you do. That's what I'm doing all the time because there's most people in the world know more than I do. And I keep going to other people and trying to figure out what I don't know. And that's if you are interested in, um, you know, learning more about, about theology in general, or wanting to learn more about even just asking questions with people that have, you know, tried to walk through it, maybe not actually walk through, but at least have tried to, um, you know, one place that you can go, Greg mentioned earlier is the overwhelming victory 
press overwhelming victory flicks resources that we have um you can find all those at overwhelmingvictory.org um you know feel free to contact us if we don't know we'll try to find somebody that does or we'll say you know what let's walk through this together yep. um you know this may be a good place even for whether it's through ministry misfits or whether it's through csrm or overwhelming victory this may be a good place even for us to start a facebook community to actually start talking these things through together online um you know let us know if this is something that may be of interest to you this could be something that you know We'd, we'd love to help walk through with you as we, within CSRM, you know, are, are going towards the vision mission of equipping and training up leaders in the church, especially within the sports ministry world. So um, we're going to have to stop here for this week. Next week, Dr. Limba will be back with me again. We're going to take this threefold or three-tier paradigm and actually say, okay, now what does this actually look like in real life? What's, what is this fourfold rubric, which um, really even more, if, you know, the three-tier paradigm kind of was the framework that we kind of modeled this podcast in, but this fourfold rubric is really the, the, the vision that we had for it. So we want to, we just want to take some time and walk everybody through it, um, share some of these terms because, you know, CSRM speaks a different language. So we want to share some of these terms um, that may not be familiar with people. Um, we also want to announce we did find out we have been approved and are actually now on all major platforms, assuming that Apple finally has figured out where the bug is. Um, so if you are want, listening to this and want to, uh, you know, but this may not be the most convenient place for you, we now are available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, all, all, most all major platforms are now carrying us. You just need to search at Ministry Misfits, or if you go to overwhelmingvictory.org, click on the radio tab, um, you can find us there as well on Overwhelming Victory Radio, um, where all of our links all kind of converge right there. You can also find the CSRM podcast there that we mentioned. Um, as well as in the press section, you can find all the information on Dr. Linville's books that we've talked about today. So Dr. Linville, thanks for being here again this week and we will see you next week. Ministry Misfits podcast is a production of Overwhelming Victory Flicks, Overwhelming Victory Radio, and Ministry Misfit Media. Dr. Greg Linville and Andrew Fouts are our executive producers. Our theme music is entitled Rain and provided by Morning Light Music. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. For more information on CSRM, visit csrm.org. If you are interested in listening to our sister podcast on the Overwhelming Victory Radio Network, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV Radio. If you're interested in contacting Ministry Misfit Media or have your own story to share, You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Ministry Misfit or email us at ministrymisfitmedia at gmail.com.